When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Welcome to Jump Podcast, formerly known as the Budget-Minded Traveler. I'm your host, Traveling Jackie, and I'm here to explore travel, adventure, and lifestyle in ways meant to motivate you to move and get out and see the world. Let this show be a source of travel advice and inspiration, but remember that in the end, it's you who takes the leap. Welcome back to Jump. Thanks for being here wherever you are joining us from today. Uh, I hope that you're excited for this part two of the conversation that was started in the last episode. Today, we're getting into beer drinking guidelines and recommendations, etiquette, history, and everything else you need to know about beer gardens. And my favorite part, why all of this talk about beer is really all about the people. At one point, you'll hear Anya say, the people sitting at your table will be your friends. And I especially loved that comment and that whole idea because that is precisely why she and I have a friendship in the first place. I told this little story at the beginning of the last episode, which was part one of this conversation, but I actually originally met Anya because she sat down at my table in a tiny chocolate shop in Patagonia last Christmas. Um, and we've seen each other a few times in Munich since then. And we just spent five days together and went to Oktoberfest a few times during that week. Um, and we talked all about Oktoberfest uh, traditions and we told some stories from our recent experience there in the last episode 102. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, go check it out. And of course, remember to bring your beer. Uh, and that brings me back to the present moment. You're of course invited and encouraged to grab a beer to get into the spirit for this episode as well, because we're about to pick the conversation right back up where we left off with Anya, who is sharing with us Bavarian traditions and recommendations for how to properly drink beer. So here we go again with Anya Wilbert, my dear friend in Bavaria. So let's start talking about... German beer drinking, actually Bavarian, right? It's Bavarian uh, suggestions, recommendations, recommendations for exactly. how to how to best enjoy your beer cold in the glass with the people around you. <laughs> yes. um, I'm going to just let you take it away. Okay, okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, there is one thing you always should keep in mind: your beer needs to be fresh cold and fizzy and anything i'll tell you right now is about that so anything which would spoil <laughs> the freshness the coldness or the fizziness of your beer is something you should avoid 
And that's mm-hmm. why it's a recommendation. Okay. And the second topic is about respect because drinking with someone else is always about showing your respect and that you want to sh- share time and the beer with another person sitting on your table because that's another thing. Here in Bavaria, and I need to take this excursion right now, <laughs> here in Bavaria, if we are sitting in a beer garden, at a table or wherever, and if it's it's... It's the culture of mingling. So we know that, we want that, we do that. But whenever you sit on a table, you you claim this table and you're going to be the ones deciding who's going to move into the table or not. So there is no wait in line to be seated, whatever. No, in Bavaria, you go and try to go to a table where you think, oh, I like these people. And the people sitting there already make the decision. If <laughs> they don't want you there, they would always say, "Der kommt no einer. Which is actually Bavarian and means something like there is someone we are waiting for or someone is already approaching or there will be someone else sitting. So a polite way of saying, mm, I'm sorry. Move on. Or, mm-hmm. <laughs> move on, please. But on the other side, side is also true. Maybe someone else is going to come because you're waiting for two more friends. So the people sitting on your table will be your friends. And this is... Also, at the Oktoberfest, we have these long wooden benches, which normally is suited for 10 people standing or sitting. <laughs> standing standing on the <laughs> so, um, and it's always the people you want to be with. And if these are not the people you want to be with, move. Take another table, mm. look at the people and the ones you like, go there. So this is actually the culture, how we are living of being at the Oktoberfest or maybe as well in the beer garden. And... So saying cheers, clinking the glasses with these people is something where we want to share just the moment and the, the, the wonderful situation we are currently in at um, with these people. And that's why we're clinking the glasses so often. You barely can find another culture in the entire world which is clinking glasses more often than the Bavarians, <laughs> I bet. If you can tell me something else tell me and we have to go there please yeah yeah right in fact we haven't cheers in a while anya so let's cheers, let's cheers yes. to everybody yeah. out there because we we should have cheers about 15 times by now <laughs> i maybe did <laughs> without yeah but that no i didn't because that that would be unpolite politeness this is exactly it where i wanted to get to so lifting up your glass we have a way of saying, and in German it would be, nur ein Schwein trinkt allein, which means only a pig drinks by itself. So we never <laughs> drink alone. If there are people you like, you always lift up your glass and at least look at one's eye and say cheers. You don't have to clink the glass, but you do it. You never just lift the glass up and drink, unless you're drinking a second time if you, you've just said cheers to, to the others. But normally we do that. And there is... The thing of looking into the eyes of each other's while clinking the glasses. This is how we show the respect. Mm-hmm. This is something which is not that common throughout the entire world. Oh, I haven't met that many times. And I really had to face the the, the feeling of, why? Um, does <laughs> she or he not want to clink the glass with me? Because for us, it's, it's just the way of doing it. Look mm-hmm. in the eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, might be Bavarian, might be but it's definitely not only me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, while clinking the glasses, and as we are talking about um, beer gardens or the Oktoberfest, where we have these big, you call them steins, we call them mass, 
these big mugs which are or steins which are actually containing one liter so they are super heavy out of um glass or on the eau de Wiesen, for example they are out of pottery mm. um also to keep the light out and and the beer cold um the traditional way but these are super heavy and normally many people put their fingers on the glass and beneath the the um handle don't do that Take care of your fingers. Yeah. Don't put <laughs> your entire hand around the st- Don't hold it like that. Yeah. Yes, exactly. For two reasons. Reason one is because you want uh, you want to keep your fingers and you definitely uh, want them to not get bruised. And but be very important. Otherwise, you make you you're heating up the glass, uh, which is heating up the um, the beer, which you definitely don't want. Yes. So. Yeah. And if you ever hold a glass like this at Oktoberfest and attempt to cheers your stein, you will find out very quickly what Anya means by saying you want to keep your fingers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because they are strong cheers, strong cheers. This is one thing. And how else can you keep your beer cold? So this is, for example, also you just don't hold your glass. If you don't drink, put it down, put it on the table or hold it in a way with a minimal contact on, of, um, to the glass. Just don't, don't heat up the glass. It, it's definitely about that. And that's the, mm-hmm. the reason for this. And another very, very um, nice thing about how to say cheers is if you, if you want to clink a glass, because there are 10 people and they are all singing and dancing or in the big garden, they are just sitting and chatting. Um, if you want to say cheers to people, um, all the glasses will be lifted up at once. Everybody is lifting up the glass. And there is, there's just a mess above the table. But try not to cross the arm with someone else. So always have a straight line with the mm. one you want to say cheers to. A, it's for, <laughs> yeah, it, it's much easier. And B, it also gives you the line of sight because being able to look into each other's eyes, for example. And it's, it's focus and it's attention actually. So mm-hmm. um, with that, it, it, we're coming back to respect. So you say cheers with a clear line for your arms. Don't cross arm, arms with anyone else while saying cheers. Just wait. Everybody will wait. Everybody will wait for their time to do that. Hmm. And where to clean the glasses? Because mm. in the on the Oktoberfest, it's totally clear. Like Jackie, you already mentioned, there's beer and there's Radler. Mm-hmm. So the uh, panache or the, the where beer is mixed with um, lemonade, but normally they all have these massive signs, Maskrüger, and in beer gardens we also have different sizes. But the question always is where to clink the glass because some are more solid, my, my, some are bigger, some are smaller, some are Weissbierglaser, so which means uh, wheat beer, wheat beer glasses which have a t- completely different shape, and always. Clink the glass where it is the most solid, because clinking glass in Bavaria <laughs> is a movement. <laughs> so there is a little force behind it. So there is a little. <laughs> Come on. Um, so with that, it's it's not like clinking prosecco glasses, and with that, use the most solid part of the glass to do that. Um, just as a recommendation. <laughs> yes. And then when you get the champagne glass back in your hand, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> when it's full, it's fine because it has some weight, but <laughs> it gets uh, more complicated over the evening. <laughs> yeah. So one more thing is the, there is one liter 
this is a lot in one mass cork, in one stein. And it takes time to drink it normally. You you never, you normally don't chuck it. Beer Andy is for... Austin photo. Shout out to Andy Austin photo. <laughs> <laughs> and Count. He, he even didn't ask us to hold my beer. <laughs> no. And also, it was yeah. my beer that he chugged, not his own. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. Love you. <laughs> Uh, we're going to do that again. Um, so <laughs> you, you don't chug your beer normally. So these are definitely the ones coming from somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's how you can tell. But you also don't drink the Norgal. And this is something um, also, um, mm. uh, that's a Bavarian term, Norgal. This is the last two fingers. If you hold two fingers, so um, above the, the very bottom of the glass and if the, the the content of the glass is less than your or below your two fingers, don't drink it because that's old and that's not cold and not fizzy anymore. You don't want it. <laughs> or another one because another thing is which always means there's still room and time for another one. So keep ordering beer until, until you really are leaving because we have different sizes you can order. You normally order a beer, but you can also a Pfiff or a Schnitt or whatever, which, or a Schaumiger. So these are different ways of ordering different content levels in your glass. But that's mm. a process right now. <laughs> <laughs> but that also gives you a fresh beer in your glass until the time you're leaving. But don't drink the Norga. So the last yucky bit, uh, which you don't like, which is two fingers high in your glass, don't drink it. And last but not least, I, I, I know you have mentioned 18 roads, but uh, I think there are um, two more things I want to mention and then we are good to go. Um, Wait, have we already covered 18? No, oh. I think we're at 11 something. Oh, okay. Like, right now. okay. like I said, the beer should be cold and fizzy. It's all about that. So never pour beer from your glass into another glass. Mm. Don't. Don't. <laughs> if, you want, <laughs> if you want to share a beer with someone, it's a friend, then you can share a glass. Yeah. Share the glass, but don't pour the beer over. It will lose fizziness. You don't do it. This is out of it's respect about- for the beer, people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, and carrying the glasses out of respect of your friendship. Mm, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so nice. Actually, I love it. I, I really, uh, what you mentioned about when you saw me walking in instead of having a cake and chocolate in my hand, but a beer. Yes. I, I definitely prefer beer to anything else. To you be. know, I, I loved it so much because, he, you know, Costas came up first and I remember the look on his face when you came up with a beer. <laughs> it was like part, what are you doing? What time is it? And part, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> and I was part, why didn't I think of that too? I mean, it's a chocolate shop. I don't even know if I knew that they had beer. But you had, I think you had beer and orange juice and chocolate. Like you had all the things. You just got it all. (laughs) It was actually, was it Christmas? Yeah. No, it was the day after Christmas. Yeah, it was the day after Christmas. Yes, it was the 25th of December. It was Christmas. You don't know what we have been eating up front. (laughs) This was Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, because you had been, right. You had been camping and hiking and yeah. 
eating out of bags. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That, yep. Mm, that's the best chocolate shop in the world. You chose wisely. Oh, yes. So good. And we met. Yes. And we met at that table. <laughs> okay. So are you, are you feeling good about those recommendations for beer? Are, are, do you think we're done there? I could, I could keep going with funny stories about beer. <laughs> I would very much like to mention one. Sure. If you want me to. Yes, I do. So if you see old people or people who are really, you you can definitely tell you, you're drinking beer. And I'm only talking about the Bavarians, by the way. I, I can't really say anything about any anyone else uh, somewhere else in Germany. But for us, because we have, our sizes are just different. Um, so, and while you're sitting on a table, it could happen. And there are many, many stories about that. I'm just telling one. It can happen that a bad ghost goes into your beer. What? While you're not paying attention because you're talking. Because you never drink alone. So there are always people on your table. So you're talking to someone and a bad ghost might just go in there and sit in your glass. So when you say cheers, some people take say cheers, clink the glasses and bump it back on the table before drinking. Which actually... <laughs> the bump is to ghost. get rid of the ghost? Yes. Leave. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is just one way mm -hmm. of saying. Mm -hmm. It's a way of saying. But this is... It's a habit. And you can definitely see people doing that. And if you ever question why, this is one of the reasons. I love that. I really like. I've never heard that one. Because some people do that in the States. And I, and I actually often do that too without even thinking about it. It's part of... I've sometimes I do it sometimes I don't um but I learned it as like one for the bartender so you cheers and then you mm -hmm. bump for the bartender um and so I like the ghost though <laughs> there are various ways but <laughs> but I, I, this is the one I really like the most wow okay I also would love for you to explain what a true beer garden is oh yes no, you definitely get me going. <laughs> <laughs> because this is okay. really, really important and, yes. and has tradition and Absolutely. culture all in itself. So tell us, what is a beer garden for real? You can't believe how much I'm smiling right now. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, beer garden is there for a reason. <laughs> in former former, in former, former times, um, it was hard to cool down beer, to cool down anything. There were no fridges. There were no no easy ways of where to store your stuff and keep it cold. So you had to come up with ways of cooking and and also preserving your your food and uh, what what needed to be preserved for a couple of days, hours, or even months. But with beer, it should always be cold and fizzy. <laughs> it was very hard. So when they they had they they built up cellars. And cellars were beneath the ground. And normally these were around the areas or where the breweries were. And so they built up these cellars where they stored the barrels with the beer because w beer came in wooden barrels in that former time. You can see the, these, by the way, still on the Oktoberfest. May I take this excuse? On the Oktoberfest, on the first Sunday and also on the second Sunday, the big horse carriages oh, with yeah. all the, from all the breweries are marching in. 
Yeah. And bringing in all the traditions with all these wooden barrels. And also there will be beer out of wooden barrels for several time until these barrels are empty. In fact, that's um, how the- they kick it off. That's how Oktoberfest begins. Yes. They bring it As in. Well. Yep. And they tap yes. the first keg and that that's a ceremonial yes. uh, start of Oktoberfest. Yeah. Absolutely. In one tent, it will be, yeah, the opening of the first barrel. And with that, we're counting how many times uh, our uh, mayor had hit <laughs> or what? used to open the barrel. Yes, oh. And he always needs to get lower than anyone else. Definitely. <laughs> it doesn't work, but we really had good ones already. But uh, after the first... Because it's real. Porch, I don't know if, yes. under, if people are understanding what you're talking about, but they're really tapping a keg, like in a real way. It's a wooden keg and you have to yes. hammer it. And so that's what she's yeah. referring to. <laughs> and all the press, everyone is standing around and counting because you, the mayor will be referenced with this, these <laughs> amounts. <laughs> it's needed. Oh, um, that's very nice. Very nice thing. But yeah. after the first beer is poured, then everyone on the reason, um, Beeson yep. is going to get the first beer. So mm-hmm. this is the count um, when the first beer is served. That's cool. Okay, back to the uh, beer gardens. Yes. Um, so they stored these wooden barrels in the cellars and they also used ice uh, around it to keep it cold. But in general, these cellars were pretty cold already. So it was the best place. But how to keep them even con- more consistent? So they, they placed something, some trees on top of these cellars which are actually chestnut trees mm-hmm. because they are uh, they're, they're branches. No, roots. The roots. The, the roots. The roots. The roots are not going very deep. They are going wide. So it's these are massive trees with wide spreading roots. So they are actually stabilizing the, the roof of the cellar. And also their their um the branches start pretty high and their leaves uh, and on all the, 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 the cloud of the leaves is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. So you have lots of shadow and also shade. Mm-hmm. shade. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> There's lots of shade and you can sit beneath these trees. They are stabilizing the cellar and also, so it supports everything. The people sitting <laughs> in the shade and also, yeah. The, the temperature of the cellars beneath. Exactly. Yeah. And there are two more things. How you can discover a real beer gun. So now, definitely not beneath every beer gun in our times, there is a cellar. It was in former times. But now, a reference or how you can judge, this is a real, real beer garden. And a real, real beer garden is always self-service. That's another thing. Hmm. So you have these wooden benches, which normally is uh, fine for 10 people. They're mostly green. Uh and beneath these benches, you have little white or grayish pebble stones. We always do. That's it. Mm-hmm. We have grayish pebble stones with wooden benches on top of it. If there's a table and stools or chairs, it's not self-service. Normally, there is a waiter. If you have the wooden benches, self-service, beer garden. And so nice. And this comes from former times and it's only applicable for Bavaria and actually mostly only for Southern Bavaria. You can bring anything and whatever you want to eat to these places. The real beer gardens, Pabazone, wooden benches, chestnut trees. Mm -hmm. Bring anything you have, you want to eat, bring it. Put a tablecloth on the table, Bring your own um, um, cutlery, for example, place, whatever you want, anything. The only thing you're not allowed to put on the table is drinks. You have to buy the drinks. 
So you can spend your entire day there. Just take what you have bought and spend your day, invite people, be there. It's your table for the entire day. It's so lovely. I so love nice. it. I love it so much. <laughs> but and it's also why you decide who's going to who, who's going to join you on the table. Yes. Yep. <laughs> but I they also serve food. Absolutely, yes. And so if you're going to go to a beer garden, I definitely recommend just eating there because the food is so traditional too. It's always some kind of sausages or pork knuckle or radishes. Yes. Labor It's mainly finger food. <laughs> Something where it's harder to use the cutlery than your fingers. <laughs> mm. Or mm-hmm. using the big, massive pretzel, pretzel to eat it. Like, yeah, yeah we say pretzel. That's yeah. the Bavarian word of saying. Yeah, but that's, these are the massive pretzels, mm-hmm. um, which are five times at least in size than the normal pretzels. <laughs> and these are the ones which are getting served or being sold in beer gardens. And um, you just dip them in sauces or in Obatsta. Which is a, yes, yeah, that's cheese. the one. How do you say it again? Obatsta. Obatsta, that's right. Yeah, which that's actually so good. Camembert from yesterday, also a reason how to preserve that old cheese and how to make it tasty again. Mm. Oh, camembert from former times <laughs> with sweet pepper and spices and mm. onions. So Wonderful. Good. Super yum, yum. What's what's your favorite beer garden? Mm, I can't really say. So I have I have uh I'm so lucky because I'm right now living just next door to the Chinese Tower, yes. which is the Chinese pagoda. You took me and there. Yes. Not only once. <laughs> and, no, um, we we did. We just went the one time, I think at night. Yeah. It was like closing already. Remember that? Yes. Mm-hmm. And the lights went off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Off. And we were still there. <laughs> we definitely closed it down, but it didn't matter. Actually, that's a good point. Everybody left yes. and we were still yes. there with our glasses, our steins, well after the place closed and all the staff yes. had left and we left our glasses there. We just left yes. the place. Exactly. And this is another thing about beer gardens, real beer gardens. It's public. It's not really public, but if if you want to sit down, you can sit there for the entire night. And it's just there for you. And mm-hmm. spend your time, bring candles, keep sitting. And if they stop serving, you can you can bring up your own stuff. But um in general, it's it's a public space to go to to be. And it's normally at the nicest places with the best views and mm-hmm. the loveliest areas. And you you're beneath trees, obviously. And it's just, and you have all the facilities you need for spending an entire day there. I love it. They will never kick you out. Yeah. I'm now just like dreaming about German beer and food and the culture and like the feeling of being in these places. Actually, going to a, a traditional Bavarian restaurant is one of my favorite things. I love the food. I love the feeling. There's so much culture in Bavaria. <laughs> It's definitely going to be the place that I that I learn German when I when I decide to do that. I'm excited. Don't expect Bavarians to be friendly. So they... The way Bavarians are approaching people is grumpy, but this grumpiness is also kind of a tradition, by the way. <laughs> so they are grumpy per se. I have not experienced that. I really haven't. Although, you know what? <laughs> 
I guess I have because I just think about the servers at Oktoberfest who come across as so (laughs) stern and like they look like they're just angry, but then you can totally crack them. It's amazing. <laughs> Do you remember the, the story with that guy with the, with the cards, red and yellow? <laughs> yes. Yes. There was a... <laughs> he thought That's he's a the great most example. grumpiest person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on earth because he was making everybody who stood on the table, this is not allowed. Standing on tables at the Oktoberfest is just not allowed anymore. Um, you can stand on the benches and, and dance, but not on the table. You will be kicked out. We had, I have stars <laughs> mm-hmm. this. Um, from Norwegians, by the way. But um, if you are on the table, you will be getting kicked out of the tent. Don't try it. Don't do it. And if you're asked to get down, do it and don't do it again. It's just a recommendation from my side. But that was this one waiter who had a yellow and a red cart. Like soccer, and, like in football. Yes, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> When he saw people standing on the table and he was so super grumpy, he was showing his yellow card and I've never seen it before. (laughs) He was showing the, he was out of his pocket. He was out of his back pocket, by the way. He was pulling out the, no, out of his front pocket of the shirt. Just like a referee. Yes, exactly. (laughs) He was pulling out the yellow card and showing it to the people. And, and they were getting them. down so fast. <laughs> International communication. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> and the second time, actually, he showed this yellow, the yellow one twice to some people, to the ladies maybe, um, but the red one definitely meant, okay, now I'm going to get the bounces. Mm-hmm. And, and we started chatting yes, to this exactly, guy. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it turned out he was so funny he was we took a picture with him (laughs) (laughs) and he had the most fun of just picking up these or pulling out these cards and showing it to the people because it was Mm -hmm. just so easy Mm -hmm. and for him it also worked across tables Mm -hmm. to communicate with people across crowds across gates across everything he just shows the card and the people get down and but Mm -hmm. he was that's a really good example because he he came across as so angry and then he was telling us like laughing about it and and saying it actually isn't that was his own thing it wasn't uh it wasn't like that's what they do at Oktoberfest that was just him that was just his (laughs) way of doing it and we just thought it was hilarious and he was so nice about it that's exactly what I mean though like you can crack them they're 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 actually warm people (laughs) but maybe they don't yeah. come across immediately as 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 warm. Anya, my beer is empty. <laughs> Mine is empty for long. <laughs> <laughs> you drink faster than I do. So does everyone. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing with us. This is a long time coming. I have been wanting to do this episode with you since Christmas of last year when we met. Oh my God. So I'm so happy that we finally were able to do it. It's been awesome. And um, yeah, thank you. Anything else that you want to add before we, before we go? Come back. Come oh, back. I'm going to come back. I can't yeah, wait to come your back. bucket list for the Oktoberfest. And um, yes, definitely yeah. come back. Next time we come, next time I come back, we're going to do a video about properly drinking beer in Germany. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is exactly the, also the reason why I didn't tell um, some of these recommendations because you definitely have to see them. Yes, you have to see it. It's it's yes, all right. in how you exactly. hold the glass and all of that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, then it's to be continued. Here we go. All right. 
Ah, oh, thank you, friend. It's been so awesome. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see you again and to talk to you uh, more about beer next time. <laughs> we'll hopefully be soon. Yes. All right. Until then, cheers. Thank you. Cheers. All right, there you have it. From now on, I hope you will do your part in respecting the beer you are drinking and the people you are drinking it with and sharing what you've learned today with others along the way. Thank you again to Anya for enlightening all of us about the proper etiquette for beer and beer gardens and all of that. Um, I find it super interesting. And if you don't drink or aren't excited about beer, yet you're still listening to this, then thank you for sticking with me through these fun episodes and allowing me to explore and share something that I'm passionate about. I appreciate you for being here. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will catch you all in the next episode. Bye.